0: Shut
1: up, I love it. Shut up. I love it.
2: Shut up. I'm going to go number two, number one. And after I go number two, I'll go number one. So my number one gets all over my number two, number one. And you, number one, will have to smell my number one and two together. (laughs) Shut up. I love it. (laughs) I am Joe Cabello, and I did already go number one and two in that order. (laughs) Sasha, what's up?
0: Too much information. My name is Sasha Filer. This is uh, Shut Up, I Love It. You're not going to get any information from me about my toilet habits. Not a big fan of toilet jokes, but hey, that was a better one. Uh, This is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast when we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, forgotten, misunderstood. Um, From far back in the past, somewhere, so people maybe it was before their time. I'm giving, you know, I'm already, I'm already narrowing down (laughs) what those uh, (laughs) options are for the topic of the podcast. Yeah, what
2: are you doing here? (laughs) You're really trying to tease them out in a way that they'll still never guess.
0: Joe, who do we have today as a guest?
2: Right here, we have a writer, comedian. You can find him on Twitter, which we'll tell you where to find that later. Kyle Dodson. What up, Kyle?
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
2: This is great. So happy to have you. Uh, We always like to have new topics, things we wouldn't have thought of. Mm -hmm. Um, It was almost Frankenberry, but we weren't (laughs) so sure we had an hour on Frankenberry. We knew we would need two. I think we would need (laughs) two, and really the show's not built for that length of episode. But what are we here to talk about, Kyle? Uh,
1: We're here to talk about the 1968. 17-episode series, The Prisoner.
2: Oh, my. Tell everybody what The Prisoner is about, if you
1: Oh, so The Prisoner was the brainchild of the star Patrick McGowan, uh, who decided he wanted, after having a a lengthy career as a spy on a TV show called Danger Man, I think in the United States it was called Secret Agent Man, Mm -hmm. um, he decided, like, oh, I just want to do this other thing about like what happens to a spy when they like retire or resign. And so the show starts with uh, a spy giving his resignation. He goes home, he packs his bags and gas comes through his mail slot. And then he just wakes up on this weird island called the village where everyone just goes by numbers. And he just is trying to escape and figure out why he's here. And uh, they keep asking him for information Uh, Just generally, they just want information and uh, he just refuses to give them anything
2: (laughs) for 17 full hour episodes.
0: Talk about this opening. I mean, like it is like it's such a show. Don't tell. And it happens, right? Like almost every episode. I I, I don't know. Maybe except uh, for the last one.
1: Yeah, the very f- the very first episode has like an extended version of what becomes the intro to the show where it's mm. just the the prisoner music and it's like a 2 minute story that's better than a lot of movies that they release where he like <laughs> and they it's literally just the music kind of punctuated by like weird sound effects of like thunder um or like cars driving by um and he just like it just shows you like oh he's resigning from his job. He goes home and is like super cool car
2: um miniature car is yeah. hot wheel uh, yeah
1: he, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, does even, look like a hot wheels it, car
2: it does and he goes through a parking garage with a one of the um like chest level whatever arms and he yeah. does not even need to wait for it to go up because <laughs> no, his just, car goes directly under it yeah uh, very um, good.
1: I missed that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's it so tiny. Uh, so he yeah, so he does that, and, and yeah, it just shows this whole story of like, basically, this is all you need to know about this guy before he wakes up on the island, sort of thing.
2: Which I have thoughts on. We got to talk about that intro. We got to talk about everything. Um, but first, before we get too into the weeds, what uh, category of Shut Up, I Love It, do you think this belongs in? Why did you want to bring this to the show?
1: Um it's one of those things that I feel like when I bring it up, either people don't know anything about it or they've heard of it, but never really saw, you know, like, Oh, maybe I, it was, cause it like aired on A&E for a little while. And like, I know, I think it's been on sci-fi and some other channels, um, like in syndication. So I think it's like something that people like know of, or have at least or heard of, or just not at all. And it's just, it's a bet it's just it's a crazy show and like mm-hmm. that's so uh so i think it's like it's sort of cult like the people that love it like really love it and there's like deep nerd forums on it as there are with most things um and then yeah so i think it's i think it's somewhere in that like cult area
2: yeah because it is it's left seemingly a cultural footprint that was even a remake mm-hmm. in 2011 i believe in a american yeah, that's, remake
1: it's real bad
2: I'm sure it is. I could just assume it is. It's, a, it's um, as
1: Jim Caviezel and Ian McKellen, and like they just really miss the mark about what what the story is. Like it just takes place in this desert town that looks like un. It just like like unremarkable. It just doesn't look like anything. It just yeah. looks like sand the whole place. Yeah, that's
2: not uh, what it was supposed to be. That's not what the yeah. magic is. Uh, so, yeah, I think it is something that's like, obviously, it, exi- it, it mm-hmm. people care about it, um, but I think time has forgotten it, and also yeah. it, you know, being a, a British-made show, possibly didn't have that uh, mm-hmm. initial cultural imprint in the United States.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. And I've heard about it before, but I definitely belong to the category of people who haven't seen it, but heard of it. Um, yeah. Until until recently, yes yeah. So a couple of episodes Joe, what about you? Have you seen it before? I'd
2: never heard of it, this was new to me So I went in uh, completely blind uh, to check it out So, very new uh, Very new And now that we, we set all that up Let's talk about this opening Because in this first episode In general, the pilot Because we watched the pilot in episode 10 At your behest uh, Sasha, did mm-hmm. you watch any more of it?
0: No, I, I did not, but I um yeah, no, I watched and I read about it as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, like know, the breakdown in depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm, just to see what else happens, like what happens in the episode 17 cuz I'm curious. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah had I, I, I will I will say up front, the journey is better than the destination. And like kind mm-hmm. of uh like reading about it because I'm weirdly obsessed with it is the uh like the the rush to like finish it and like the pressure of like let's have it let's actually have an ending because i think patrick mcguyen just didn't want to have an ending and just like wanted it to just imply that it just keeps going mm-hmm. uh but the, yeah the ending is not great and it's very much like like I, patrick mcguyen didn't do drugs and the ending is like seems drug fueled so i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, there's I not even an this- excuse for it <laughs>
0: What do you mean when you say he didn't do drugs? I mean, it seems like it's very LSD-like. Uh, it does seem th- that, but
1: he's, like, he's weirdly, like, All everything I've ever read, he's, like, a very devout Catholic to the point where, like, he didn't want to kiss another woman on the show. And so anytime, there are, like, two times where there's, like, romances, and one time it's a stunt double of him from behind. Oh, that's hilarious. Kissing the woman. And mm-hmm. the other time it's, like, he's he kisses a woman's cheek, but when they uh, cut... The woman is his daughter that he's kissing on the cheek, not a stranger. Mm. Um, wow. The well, the converse, yeah. Go I ahead. was going to say the converse to that. The plus side is that like during this time there was lots of like James Bond and like uh, I think Get Smart was around this time. But mm, he wanted Get to smart solve. Is great. It is great. <laughs> he wanted to solve spy problems without using firearms, which was like an interesting way of approaching it too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because it's a very, like, it's got uh, very dated violence, but it's also, like, this guy could go crazy on them and never yeah. never really does, just when he's, like, kind of provoked or attacked. A mm-hmm. uh, quick side note, I knew a guy who was the kissing double on a Nickelodeon show because the star had herpes.
0: That's fun. And, very, that's uh, <laughs> fun. What, what, what's your job? That's interesting. I know of some weird Hollywood jobs. We're not going to cover them here. Shut
2: up, I love um, it.
0: Shut herpes. up, I love it. But uh, just to kind of quickly say about the LSD thing, like, it's, I mean, the psychedelic vibe of the show, it's there whether they wanted it or not. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, I mean, it probably can't escape it in the 60s, you know? Like, if you try and make anything avant-garde and it's just in the air. um, So whether they want it and they intentionally wanted that to happen or not, it's there. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, And I see this move. if this was a show now, which I can't speak to the 2011 I believe it was, or whatever year, remake. It already sounds like they botched it. But I feel like you wouldn't get to the start of the show until like 45 minutes into the first episode if it was made now. There would be so much backstory about the main character and other characters, and then he would get Mm -hmm. uh, caught and whatnot. But here in the cold, not even the cold open, the opening credits, it's all there. You don't know a thing about him.
1: And, like, I like that because you feel alone with him. Like, you Mm. you go in, you only know this person. He's the only face you've seen the entire way. And then he wakes up, and you don't recognize anyone else, and neither does he. And it's sort of, you feel like that. You're the fish out of water. Totally. Yeah.
0: I'm just going to throw some other, like, connects. Like, it just feels very, like, some Bergman films, uh, Ingmar Bergman's films, where... Um, it's just the character wakes up, and it's just like very, like almost like in the dream. They're walking through this silent place, and then it's just something in slow motion, like an object approaches them. It, I think it's probably this this ball. I forget what it's called in the show in the Prisoner. Oh, A rover, like, right? A yeah. rover yeah. that keeps chasing that keeps chasing uh, someone who, if they if they're doing anything bad that they're not supposed to do, and like choke them to death. Or <laughs> I mean, it's I so, love that. It's the, it's so. Yeah. It's so dreamlike. It's like, what the hell? What's happening? Yeah, it's this,
1: uh, for those listening who don't know, this this uh, big white, like, ball, like, just an inflatable balloon. I think it is actually a weather balloon they used, which is just, like, appears out of nowhere and then, like, chases anyone who tries to leave and then just kind of, like, rolls over them. And, like, there's, like, this hor- horrific, like, uh, <laughs> insert where they probably did just stretch rubber over someone's face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but looks good. Yeah. And it, it's so quick really good.
2: too. Like it's not like it's holding on them for so long. You're like, okay, you could get over that. But then they act as if it had like choked them for minutes. And I just yeah. that is the dream like logic is mm-hmm. is that as well. It's like just the fact that it touched you is enough to mm-hmm. kind of render you paralyzed and injured.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's pretty great. Um. So, what? When did you see it first, Kyle? And what made you? I don't know, I guess fall in love with the prisoner?
1: So the first time I saw it was like maybe three or four years ago now, Mm. um, like 2017, 2018. Um, I had heard about it long before. Trump was president. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Just have to mention the president.
2: (laughs) We'll edit that uh, out, Sasha, don't worry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. Um, No, I first saw it like uh, 2017, 2018. and I had heard of it before, but I just like couldn't. It's very hard to find physically on media because uh, they'll just like kind of release it randomly, and then one collectors will just buy it, but they'll keep their other copies. So it's just like super hard to find. Um, it wasn't streaming like until that time on on Amazon Prime, and I think now it's on IMDb TV, so you can go watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Um, And uh, But I had heard of it because I like Iron Maiden and they have a song called The Prisoner and it samples that (sighs) intro of him being like, uh, I'm not a number, I'm a free man, like at the beginning and it's kind of about that song and then they have a second song about it called Back to the Village. So I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta check this show out. And then just weird, like the Simpsons have referenced it and and other things. So Uh,
2: Your experience watching it having it been you watched it you know as you're an adult uh,
1: yeah.
2: instead of through rose colored glasses of memory from when you were a kid mm-hmm. or anything like that or even being it, it, around the 60s you know you didn't watch it in the 60s right how was that experience going through all 17 episodes because um it is a little slow <laughs> it yeah. is odd you know there's only so i'm surprised it's 17 episodes Having yeah. only watched two, but I'm like, how is this like, not the third episode, episode 10?
1: Yeah, the, the exactly. And, and it's very, um, to, to touch on that, uh, I'll touch on that after, but, um, yeah, it, watching it, it was like, I would watch one or two, like a day or every other day. And just like, I kind of savored it cause I knew there were only 17, but yeah, I couldn't sit there and just binge all 17. It's, you know, yeah. you need a break. Um, yeah there are definitely slow moments for sure and that's just a product of its time Mm -hmm. Um, and like the first time I watched that first episode I was like kind of bored and I was like oh man like people say this is great like I don't I don't get it and I was like ah you know what me like I started later at night I was like you know what tomorrow I will like watch it in like the middle of the afternoon and like make sure I'm awake and make sure I'm paying Mm -hmm. attention and that's like where clicked for me, like kind of that second viewing of picking up on a lot of little things. Um, And then yeah, obviously, there's some episodes like that aren't that aren't good, even though they're only 17. Like there are ones I'm like, yeah, I don't need to watch this again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But giving you guys the list, I was like, oh, man, like, there are like three I could have picked that I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I figure you have to watch Arrival, which is the first episode. And then The the other ones. Yeah. Um, but there there there's like arguments online about the order of which they're supposed to mm. be in. Oh wow. Uh, that's
0: interesting. Yeah. I mean they 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 definitely seem like in true episodic fashion made. Even though mm-hmm. like as avant garde and as well, like what are, like the series engine is there. Like he wants to get mm. out of the village. Like so that's there. But each episode, like each episode it has like Pretty much, this it feels like maybe has similar structure in the sense that like, yeah. there's true episodic fashion going on for each episode. Like he's trying to get out. There's the bad guy who's number two. Nobody knows who's number one. I wonder if number one is ever gets revealed. Kyle,
1: does it? Uh, sort of. They kind of hint <laughs> at it. I think that was like the thing that Patrick McGoun fought for. He didn't want the number one reveal because it like keeps it so like they kind of half reveal or fake reveal but then turns out there's like a you know a number one above number one um yeah it's it's weird they do they do a lot of stuff like on the island there's like an episode where he there's an episode where they um (laughs) they take uh like they give him like back to the psychedelics thing they give him like three pills like a b and c and it basically shows like different like storylines while he's like in like a dream state so it's like this weird like he's trying to it's almost like in he's like in these three dreams trying Mm. to figure out which one's uh real
0: wow it's like the matrix yeah Hmm. yeah
1: there's an episode where he wakes up and just no one is in the village and (laughs) like months he just like and it's like castaway. he just like builds a raft and like figures out where to go and goes back to england he goes to england people about it, like at his old job, and they're like, we don't know what you're talking about, and then mm-hmm. he goes back home, and it just, like, the gas comes in again, and then he just wakes up back in the middle, vill- like, so it's just cool, like this, though. like, it's just craziness on top of, cra- and so, like, after that, you're like, oh, okay. There's an old, there's an inexplicably the Old West the entire time. Mm.
2: That's incredible. Uh, it yeah, seems like a weird show for it's sure and almost <laughs> every cup
1: of tea
0: no no but in the very british way wouldn't you say um joe and kyle like there's something very british about it like where like mm-hmm. it's almost like funny but it's not really funny it's just meant to be like odd you know yeah
2: and so polite like the situation is <laughs> he's acting really polite they all are it's kind of that like uh i don't think stoicism is the the word of the british but it's like you know they could be about to shoot each other but they're still just there well hello looking good you as well <laughs> You're know, like you guys should be tearing each other's heads off or mm-hmm. one of you should
1: yeah and there's a new number two every episode except that's i thought they, was they fascinating guys. yeah
2: I thought that was really cool, and I I love the episode, the second episode you suggested, episode 10, because you see number two, the one of the number twos kind of breaking down and Mm -hmm. getting bested by him, and I find that just to be really interesting, and just the idea that they can easily cycle through these people, these nemesis.
1: Yeah, and that one's interesting, too, because it's, like, from the point of view of number two, Mm -hmm. almost, and then they just, but, um... Patrick Goon's character is named number six. Uh, They kind of just show you what he's doing. And he's just like, he's just, we can curse on here, right? He's just like, he's just fucking with them. Like he's just, Uh (laughs) he's just like, that they think like, oh, he's a spy. Like he's sending coded messages. He just listens to the same record and looks at his watch and then shakes his head Mm. and puts it, I'm something that is like this one, it's so funny. (laughs)
0: it's fascinating how the tables turn it's almost like the original bottle episode or one of the original bottle episodes on tv where now we're telling the story from the perspective of the antagonist and what it's like uh for him to be fucked with by the yeah. protagonist and i have to say i like, became obsessed with that actor uh, the the number the number two of the episode 10 which is uh patrick cargill yes cargill and i had to look him up and I thought that dude was freaking amazing. He was such a good actor. Like he was, a s- like, he was stealing every single scene he was in.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was really good. Was and I love that premise of, you know, like I'm being watched, I'm being studied, and now I'm going to make them believe they are. I thought that yeah. was just brilliant. It shows how brilliant of a guy that guy is. Uh, mm-hmm. And it reminded me a lot of this uh, recent movie, The Little Things. Have you guys seen The Little Things with right. uh, Jared Leto?
1: they did see that i missed it
2: so i mean i can't say it's a great movie but it's really funny in that movie how jared leto is uh suspected to be a serial killer so you have these two cops who are obsessed with him and think he did it but he didn't it's not really a spoiler i don't think to say he didn't do it and he's just fucking with them the whole time though he's just like oh, i guess i'll take these guys for a ride and just act suspiciously or just is like yeah I probably did it you know and it just
1: it's, it's that a, flip on like that what's his name uh, Ed Kemp who like did kill people and then like went to the police help you solve this murder and then it was like it was him and he yeah. was like mad they couldn't figure it out whereas like it's the opposite of this guy's just like well I'll just like sit if you want me to sit here in the interrogation room all day your time that's fine
2: like, yeah he had nothing better to do yeah, I do have
0: a question one. to you, uh, Kyle. In terms of content, like just to if you can give away, is there any rom- romance ever happen in the in the show?
1: There's like one or two scenes. Like I think there's one where they like trick him to make him think like he has a wife on the island or something. Because a lot of it's like psychological, and they're like, you know, each number two, they're trying to for like the people listening, they're trying to like break him. And so they tried all these different methods, you know, they leave, they isolate him, they, they pretend he has a wife and that he, her um, sort of thing. So I think there is an episode that's like that, but beyond that, like, there's not much, and that's like all there to be romance or guns. Like that's all my old spy show was about sort of, or like, that's all spies are, I don't wanna do that. Um, which is super weird and interesting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know I would have been looking for that romance because to compare it to Get Smart, which I probably will mention more than once on this episode, mm. is like that one is just like charged, like like the, like the moonlighting or something. It's like, just like all about, yeah. you know, the relationship between the men and the, like the kind of, like their like game of cat and mouse while they're doing their thing. Yeah. Um, but th- I didn't see he's a very lone man here, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, his character for sure. Number six.
2: If anything, I think the show would have been probably different in a lot of ways given it being created and led by someone else who was into guns and kissing ladies. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. Well, and
0: that's why this uh, episode, I mean, this show reminded me a lot of just like, not just necessarily LSD trips, which I haven't taken LSD, I've taken other, we have spoken about on this uh, podcast, other psychedelics, but Definitely, uh will just MK, MK Ultra, um, almost um, the government, you know, testing the subjects, mm-hmm. the CIA testing mm-hmm. the subjects for, look, like, what does this drug can do? Because it's such a heavy political, like, underground element to the show, while the character is just having, like, this weird imagery. And he's, he doesn't actually, he's not in prison in the sense of there's physical prison of the village, but there's, like, things happen if you start leave, leaving mm-hmm. this. And a lot of it is psychological. Um, and I, I just thought, in that sense, it's like so, like culturally important. This, mm-hmm. you know, show. I feel like just, just for the sake of it, if nothing else.
2: Yeah, Kyle, yeah. uh, what, what do you, what do you think the show is trying to say? And is there a like a sociological message that uh, drew you to it?
1: Um, I think it was like I just kind of found it interesting that it kind of takes some of those. Anytime you watch something about the Holocaust or the cult, like just as, or cults or whatever, you, you as, like assigning a person a number and away their identity is like kind of the basis of it. But then they're, then like almost more like a cult, like they're on this island and they're a lot, like he could go he at the island and just walked around the rest of his life like the other villagers do there, where they, you know, some guy works at the you know he could just go around and do uh, go about his day and the, the one where he runs for mayor is, is kind of like that he just is like trying to like please the people and, and, and run for this mayorship against number two uh, so I think it's like interesting to be like you know like he there's, he's almost saying like society is like a prison um, he's removed like he is trying to get back to society where he could do this thing but he just doesn't have that eye of like surveillance and and constant mm. and, um, in the most
2: surveilled country yeah in the world so
1: yeah so it's it it is interesting i think that's like part of the reason why like i i feel like it still holds up because it like once he gets to the village the village is just so fantastical it's a real place by the way called port marion um it's like you can go visit there and do like prisoner tours and stuff <laughs> um but yeah the like i feel like because it does feel especially now it feels like you're in a different he's in a different place and if they had remade it correctly i feel like you would still need to use that of if you don't use that place like that type of iconography and almost strip it down to being like it's like retro now Mm -hmm. um because it would just be like yeah he wouldn't have a cell phone like he couldn't have a cell phone you couldn't have internet access so if you take that away and everyone's just using like these weird like banana shaped different colored phones um, yeah. <laughs> love, before love, before love
0: cordless it. phones were a thing at yeah, all yeah that's
1: think. the yeah that's the
2: yeah there's so many so much futuristic stuff that's even needlessly futuristic but it's all what makes it so cool and unique and what drew yeah, like me to it
1: re- his radio has and no like parts exposed, which is yeah. like <laughs> supposed to be futuristic, but I'm like yeah, they're like that now.
2: Yeah, and to me like the, it's interesting how you say the uh, remake is in like a western, dusty western town or whatever, like uh, a non-idyllic location, because I feel like that is so important to it, is the yeah. fact that it's somewhere where he could, like you said, just live his life happily. He's even re- resigned and retired from his life back home. Mm-hmm. So he obviously rejected that, but something keeps him from wanting to be there. And it is kind of uh, prescient with right now where we, as Americans, criticize our society We're like hey, things need to change. Um, but at the same time, there's, you get the a lot of the people saying well this is the best country this there's really not as much violence in other places there's this and that and it is like well why don't you just go with society and live your life and enjoy it instead of balking at it Mm -hmm. but you need to have it be a good idyllic society for that even to be a uh, something you wrestle with it can't be Mm -hmm. somewhere shitty because of course you would want to leave
1: yeah yeah the the remake it almost looks like a set that was used for like 2 days on a Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> like it's like just kind of like brick sand looking like sand colored buildings that just blend in with the sand around it. Like it just it feels isolated in a different way, but it doesn't feel like it, or like oh we live here. Like it doesn't feel like it's like it feels like everyone's a prisoner and not like mm-hmm. he's just planting
0: well it just sounds like it's very non-specific and so they took yeah. this non-specificness <laughs> non-specificity of the prisoner and put it in 20, 2011 or whatever yeah. context context but it's um but I, I think there's certain magic to the prisoner of the 60s where this non-specificity like that they keep le- leaning into while adding this dreamlike elements somehow sustains the tone at for at least 17 episodes and um it's, uh, it's, if nothing else, it's like an interesting, weird, avant-garde ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know how much mileage can you get in 2011 by just being very general uh, about yeah. what this is, you know? What are you tell... Ta- like, what is this show is? What is this movie is?
2: Well, yeah, from so. what I read of the ending, it seems like it doesn't really amount to saying a whole lot or at least giving you closure. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if that wouldn't necessarily play. <laughs> yeah. just
0: uh, Yeah, just like you said, right? Journey not the destination. Is what
1: yeah, is it's going. it's weird because like, I typically like things to like have a neat ending and this one has a very, the ending, but I, I don't know. I kind of like part of me likes it, but part of me doesn't because it's like, it's almost sort of thing, but I don't know, it's weird. It's, it uh, it could have been better. The ending.
0: Okay. Yeah. we we'll keep you know keep getting us excited about this ending that we haven't seen. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. No. I think that the reason the show like still is like sustains itself is because his goal is very clear. He wants to get out, mm-hmm. and the stakes are pretty high because he's in prison. It's just the, how he goes about it, and then the antagonists are very interesting, right? Like the yeah. antagonist played by different people, so like those like dramatic elements really working mm-hmm. for it. And then, but then the rest of the show is like very. Like, I mean, it's very serious though. Like, there's no tongue in cheek of get smart or anything like that. It's just there's no cheekness mm-hmm. at all.
1: Yeah, it's they're like is maybe like I think the episode the the hammer and the anvil the one where he's like he, like you can tell like oh he's we're laughing because we know he's clever. that clever. He's being mm-hmm. clever, but yeah, it's not, he's not like making a joke or anything. Like,
2: <laughs> think if an Invisible Ink he like wrote, You Eat Farts or something. <laughs> yeah. Would that be funny? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that classic gag. That <laughs> classic Invisible what? Ink gag.
0: I know we're all hoping for it, but is there anything else we haven't covered or should we just take our. Um, Thoughts into the
1: ratings. You uh, can do the ratings. I mean, I'll just throw it out. Said there's a like there are two sort of sequel comic books. One mm. was written in the 80s. It's called uh, Shattered something. I can't remember. If you just look up Prisoner comic, it comes up. But they repub the 18. I think there was a Prisoner um, like mini series that was sort of a sequel. Um, it has is. like a, a little bit of it has an ending, and it's a little bit better or a little more. Well okay, done. so
0: you were a fan of that? You recommend uh, it? Yeah I, yeah, I don't. Yeah,
1: I recommend it. It's not. It, it is definitely a little more modern, but they still go to like that '60s island, like the island strip, mm-hmm. which is cool. So yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. It seems so much of the charm for me with this is the '60s vibe
1: mm-hmm. that's
2: going on with the it. The
1: outfits the cars. Yeah.
2: Outfits, cars, the, the devices. Yeah, that blazer
1: with the white piping. Oh, like, almost <laughs> looks cartoonish.
2: <laughs> it's too good. This could easily be a cartoon, the way that it is. Yeah. You know, with the sets of uh, Number Two's office. Mm-hmm. It's just such Maybe- a Jetsons thing.
1: Yeah. Maybe
0: Archer was inspired in some way by The Prisoner, it's possible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this, it's possible. I know that uh, like Christopher Nolan loves The Prisoner. mm of course and like, has.
0: and I love Christopher Nolan. Oh, yeah,
1: it's so
2: this is such a Nolan <laughs> property. You have a main character Trying who has me. no personality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he tried oh, to make a. Uh, he tried to make a movie of it, and like, there was like rumors that that was going to be his next movie, and then didn't, and then that's when they made a terrible AMC remake. Um, no, I think number six has a personality. I think I might have picked a bad second it comes out a little mm. more in some of the other ones. Um, there's there's like an episode where they're two, they, they make a clone of number six, or they make a guy look like number six. So they're, it's just two Patrick, yeah, that's very
0: intriguing. Yeah, side
1: by side, the yeah. schizoid man, I, That one's mm-hmm. called um, where they like try and convince each other that the other ones, the <laughs> or whatever. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty interesting.
0: I mean, Uh, to think that this shit was done, like, how many, like, whatever, 60 years ago? That's insane.
1: Yeah, it might seem cliche now, but it was like, oh, we've never seen this before sort of thing. Uh, Yeah,
2: there's a lot of interesting stuff going on for the time. You know, even just the weirdness of (laughs) of it. Rover alone is just... Mm -hmm. Bizarre. There's an epi-
1: <laughs> there is an episode where they put uh, Patrick, or number six's brain, in another guy's body. Damn. Because Patrick McGowan had to go s- film Ice Station Zebra somewhere, <laughs> and they were like, well, we're not going to stop filming the prison. They were just like, That's oh, we'll just make a brain swap hilarious. episode.
2: I love that. It's such
0: a like. <laughs> It's such a like his like love project. Like that's so interesting. Yeah. This that guy, he left. like
2: love project. That he left yeah. to go film something. He had to else. make the money
0: <laughs> to keep sustaining this. He knew nobody would watch this. Although, I don't know. Maybe people did watch this. I wonder.
1: I mean, it, I don't know. It
2: was popular, it seems.
1: Mm. I think it's, a, yeah, I think a, there's like a generation that grew up with like it being on when they were like young. Um, and then, like, you know, uh, they just grew up and still like it like it's similar like i think the batman and the 60s batman um but you know that's a popular batman uh and you're like look at this weird thing instead of just look at this weird thing that has no really other bearing on anything else
2: it's not part of the mcu or the dcu the prisoner no
0: no that's not the ip everybody is feeling hot about (laughs) except shut up i love it um yeah, Joe, should we go to ratings and then compare it to something
2: else? I think I think there's some stuff to compare here. So why don't we do that? Let's go to the ratings. Here's how it works. We're going to rate The Prisoner on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as a reference. That something can be another TV show, another movie, a deli sandwich. Whatever you want that you think will convey your love or disdain for this project and I will start. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go with another TV show. The Simpsons. Now I'm going to go with something <laughs> that is unrelated. I'm going to go with a TV show that is about somebody being, uh, waking up in a place they shouldn't belong and mm-hmm. don't know how they got there and navigating how to get out. And that is The Good Place. I'm going to rate it against that, which The Good Place, uh, obviously a, a more of a comedy than this and new. But I think they explore some vaguely similar terror of kind of waking up in a place you can't get out of. I really like The Good Place. Uh, I do think it ended a little self-important, uh, but that's just Really?
0: Mike Sure, is self-important? Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I'm just
2: kidding, of course. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Uh, It's like, dude, it's just a four-season comedy show. Calm down. You don't need the (laughs) characters crying together. Um, But I'm going to give that a 9 out of 10. As for The Prisoner... The Prisoner, I thought, was really cool. In fact, I kind of hated the fact that we were watching it for this because I didn't have enough time to be able to just watch, like, episode 2, then 3, and figure it out. Um... And I think I would, I reading up on it, now I won't finish the series, <laughs> I will be honest. Uh, but I would have. I would have gone through at least more than a few episodes. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's worthy of people to go check out and revisit. I think there's a lot there to revisit. And I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned, uh, writing-wise, with it. Just of quickly getting to things. How much you really need to delve into a character to make you care. You know, if I was writing this, he would have, like, been about to get married or something before he got Mm -hmm. sucked away to the village and, you know, all of that bullshit. There'd be cutaways to his wife cheating on him, and it would be a cuckold porn. Uh, (laughs) But that's just me. Um, But so I think there's a lot of good tips uh, in watching this thing. So seven out of 10, I thought it was very good and I'm glad to have brought it in my life. Sasha, what about you?
0: I'm going to compare it against Get Smart. If I start comparing it against Good Place, then
1: it's not going to be good for Good Place. Oh, <laughs> I, like I want to hear take. all of my, that someday. My take. wife um, uh, puts on the, wants to take a nap. She's like, oh, I'm going to take a nap oh, and my nap my I don't want to be invested in something. So that's what she wants. Love it um wow.
0: yeah um but i will compare it against get smart which i watched a few episodes for like research on a pilot i wrote a few years ago and i really like get smart they had a dog that was um a bad uh, but also a spy like he was a spy but he like got fired eventually like it was really funny and then the lady like she's freaking awesome i thought she was such a like uh cool i don't know like fashion um Like icon to me And Mm. I I really like The relationship Between the two main characters I'd give Get Smart An eight um, For like Just like a fun watch But like show That probably Inspired a lot of other uh, Spoofs Going forward In culture Um, And I would give The Prisoner Also an eight um, As a Show that is Kind of unique i mean it's it's shocking that it exists and it's a proof that that's what happened like this dude who was you know patrick mcughian can't say his last name but he put it together he made it happen he like worked around his weird schedule he like had a bunch of friends come on play the antagonist different guy every episode um and it's just like a ballsy thing that could not have happened today like maybe it could have happened like in somebody's you know backyard but like to be on like a major tv network like that's that's fascinating to me and I'm so happy it happened I'll give it an eight most importantly Kyle what about you
1: um so yeah I think you Sasha I think you touched on it is very unique so it, it's hard for me to compare it to something I I'm, I'm gonna compare it to something that is a little bit more like you know it's a uh, more recent than get smart but less recent <laughs> than a good place I'll compare it to lost which I feel like has mm, yes. similar good themes one. of being like you know you're isolated, except everyone's in on it together um, and just, like, weird things are happening seemingly randomly. Um, I didn't love Lost. Like, I like the first, like, two and a half seasons. Then when they start, like, turning an obviously rubber wheel underneath the island and end up in Purgatory or wherever. No, thank you. But it does also have a disappointing ending. So um, I will say, like, Lost, I'll give Lost, like, a five. I I go ten on the Prisoner.
2: Go double day. Nice. I should have given them Ten. number six.
1: I should have done that. But, yeah. oh, comedy, but uh no, <laughs> yeah, the 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 prisoner's super unique. It's super weird. It's not for everyone. Um but it's like yeah, I think a lot of things have come from it uh that we might not realize, or like people are like mm-hmm. you know, it's like that like weird, like kind of niche nerd thing that you guys do so well on your podcast. We try awesome.
2: Very, and I'm glad you both
1: uh, rated yeah. it super high.
0: It is it is a rare one for us cuz we like we kind of go different directions with Joe but like we both like it a lot, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Pretty I thought it was really yeah. cool. Uh, and I I think just recently we had uh, incredibly <laughs> low scores. So this is a triumphant <laughs> return to scores.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for coming out. Shut out. I love it. Um is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: Um yeah, I uh I used to uh co host a podcast called Rock Solid and then I moved so I don't do it as often, but I'll be on doing uh Bond themes. It's a comedy music music podcast, so we're going through some of the Bond themes before the new movie. Um so that'll cool. be coming out. You can check it out on rock That's
0: awesome. And what's your Twitter? Because I know Oh it's Twitter at do.
1: Kyle Dotson Funny is like ninety five percent of my socials. So yeah. I'm
0: awesome.
1: on there making Bad or good jokes, depending <laughs> on.
0: <laughs> but never, but never okay jokes. They're either yeah. really good or really bad. <laughs> I'm
1: always swinging.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what about you? Uh, go check out JoeCabeo.com. You'll get links to everything there, including my movie review podcast, my comic book Bottoms Up, and my novella that I'm releasing chapter by chapter for free for you guys. And it's superhero zombie noir so if that sounds interesting or makes any sense to you go check it out
0: (laughs) and if you want to take my class television writing class I am teaching a spec lab for upcoming fellowships at scriptanatomy.com take a class with anybody at scriptanatomy.com it's a good it's a good place good place for a writer to get shit done thank you Elizabeth Salute for the artwork thank you Mr. Owl for this amazing track and thank you for listening.